What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to Afazo Productions Podcast, a place to engage in conversations that will hopefully help you to create a legacy, empower yourself and others, and most importantly, help you to grow your empire. I'm your host, Miss Fazo in the Building, aka Rope Fazo Mungwari, and today I want to have a conversation with you about something that I hold very dear to my heart, which is the art of goal setting. We are in the month of October now, which is basically the last quarter of the year and i wanted to make sure that we were really maximizing on the end of the year so if you're new here thank you for listening and if you're old welcome back we love you here um and we are loving all the engagement that we're able to have on our various um social media platforms so thank you for coming today like i mentioned before i will be talking about goal setting I thought it would be a really important conversation to have first week of October because October basically shows us that we have one more quarter of the year to go and then it's a new year. And I've heard a lot of people talking about how, oh, 2020, we're just going to ignore that it even existed and we're going to wait for 2021 to achieve the things that we want to achieve. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast, we are not part of that gang, Okay. 2020 is not cancelled because 2020 isn't over. Yes, we are in a global pandemic. Yes, a lot of people have lost jobs. And definitely, I have to sympathize with people who haven't been able to find any employment because of the pandemic. But that is not an excuse for us not to do anything or to achieve new goals if we have to recalculate the goals that we had from the beginning of the year. So I say this as a person who literally had to pivot. This year, I had a couple of goals. I did the vision board thing like I usually do. And I had many, 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 many goals that I wanted to achieve this year. And honestly, I have failed at a number of them. Very dismally, actually, if I'm honest. And I've done really well with some of them. And I think As we get into this last quarter of the year, I just wanted to give you guys a couple of tips on how I set goals and how I've managed to achieve. At at this point, I think almost 80% of the New Year's resolutions that I'd set in January and the new New Year's resolutions I set in July. For those of you guys who don't know, July 3rd is my birthday. And every year on July the 3rd, I revise my goals and make sure I'm still going in the direction in which I want to into. I don't think there's any shame in saying, okay, this thing is not working. I need to regroup and rethink things. So every July, I sit down, I look at all my goals for that year and I just say, okay, does this still make sense with what I want to do? If it doesn't, we cut it out. And if it does, we find a way that we can continue to either continue to work towards it or to do it so that it's ticked off the list. So One of the things that I have adopted in the last couple of years is doing a vision board. A lot of people don't actually write down the goals that they have. And so they end up just being these things that just float around in our minds and we forget about them and we forget about why we want to achieve them. But from a very young age, I used to keep a diary and I learned that 
if you want something to happen, you need to write it down. I think there's power in being able to just see the goals that you have written down on pieces of paper. Some people prefer like actually writing words onto a piece of paper. Some people prefer drawing it and seeing it like in a drawing with colors and stuff like that. Some people prefer to have it on a vision board setup where you basically would have like pictures of the goals that you have. You can Photoshop yourself into things if you want to. But basically the idea is just having physical goals and things that can help you to be accountable. If you use your phone and you feel like having it as your screensaver is something that makes you see it all the time, makes you think about it all the time in a healthy, not in an unhealthy way, and that's what you want to do, then yeah, let's do that. Find something that works for you, but I think it's important that we make sure that we're actually having our goals written down somewhere. Firstly, because we get overwhelmed and we forget sometimes. It's easy for us to just be like, oh, I have this goal, and in the moment, you feel very inspired and you want to do it in that moment. But as the year progresses, other things come in, we have other priorities, and sometimes our minds are just trying to get to the easiest thing, and we end up not challenging ourselves to do the hard things because we don't have it written down. That's the first thing. Make sure you're writing down your goals. It's important for accountability, but it's also important for you to just keep remembering that that's something that you are working towards. The second thing that for me I think has really, really worked is to sit down and set a goal and then work backwards with a timeline. So I'll give you an example. At the beginning of last, last year, so that was January 2019, I decided that I wanted to move into a one-bedroom apartment. And I knew I wanted to move in within the year or within two years. So I basically set up a timeline of 18 months and worked backwards on how much I needed to save for first and last, timelines for when I needed to have found an apartment, timelines for just knowing when things needed to be done, my credit, how long do I need to fix it if I do need to fix it, what other pieces of information do I need, do I plan on staying here for a long term, is it short term? And basically, I just worked from the July deadline that I'd given myself Uh, July 2020, all the way back to the January 2019 date. So basically, I knew I needed to have first and last month, and I divided that first and last month into um, 18. And basically, every paycheck I got, that portion of rent was put into a high-interest savings account. And yes, that's another tip, y'all. Don't just put your money in your debit card and leave it there and it's not giving you any kind of interest. Even if the interest is like five cents, that's five cents you didn't have that you can add to your money. You know what I'm saying? So invest your money in in a high interest savings account. Uh, I know if you're in Canada, Scotiabank has one. I'm not sure about other banks and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, But if you have any more information on high interest savings accounts and you want to talk about it, hit me up. Again, we have all our information in the um, information section of the podcast. So um, every month, I think I was maybe putting in like 50 or 60 dollars. It wasn't a lot of money for me anyways, 
to be putting away compared to how much money I was actually making. So on the day when I then had to move, I didn't have to worry about having first and last and having to like remove this lump sum from my paycheck because I already had the money in my bank account. And the interest that I had earned on that lump sum of money actually then paid for all the moving expenses that I ended up incurring. So in total, I didn't use any of my like money, physical, physical money that I had um, in my like checkings account at all for my entire moving process. And I mean like furniture, food, supplies, everything was all covered by the money I had been putting aside for the last 18 months um, before I moved. So please plan, set a big goal, set a timeline for that goal, and then work from the end of the goal back to the beginning so that you're distributing the workload evenly. So that would be my second tip. Another tip that I would have uh, with regards to goal setting is make sure that you're setting goals that are actually attainable within the time frame that you're setting them for. Be realistic. Things happen. If anything, the pandemic has taught me that things happen. And if we're, it's okay. And we just need to be able to work around them. So having said that, make sure your goals are realistic. Realwats, realistic, okay? You don't want to be setting yourself goals that you cannot achieve and that discourages you from setting goals point blank in the period, okay? I have learned the hard way about setting attainable goals. I'm a very ambitious person. I like challenging myself, but sometimes you just need to know what you can and you cannot do. A big recommendation I would have is set a goal and then count, like, for example, I know I have midterms in three weeks uh, and I have six chapters that I need to study for my branding class, for example. And so if I have three weeks, that means I have to do three chapters every week for the next two weeks and then the third week is like a review of all six chapters that's how I need to structure it and then I can break it down even further and say okay so if I'm doing three chapters every week I am free on a Monday a Tuesday and a Friday so why don't I schedule in time to study chapter one on Monday chapter two on Tuesday and chapter three on Friday and that's week one week two I would do chapter four on Monday chapter five on Tuesday and chapter six on Friday right and then for the third week I would say on Monday I am doing chapter one two and three and then Tuesday I'm doing chapter four five and six and then on Wednesday I have my exam that way, you're breaking down the goals into, like, your big goal into little micro goals, and it doesn't feel so overwhelming, and it doesn't feel so like, oh my gosh, I need to get this done right now, right now, right now, right now, and then you just become so overwhelmed that you can't even do anything, or worse, you just procrastinate so hard that in the last minute, you're like scrabbling to get things done. I'm a very last minute dot com person. 
and I do it because I know I work really well under pressure, but I've noticed that the times where I've actually planned my life in advance and have prioritized um, managing my time well, I've really, really done amazing things in my classes and gotten really amazing grades because of it. So just be realistic with the goals that you're setting. You have four months until the end of the year. What are realistic goals that you can set? And I know um, a goal that a lot of people set is, I want to be healthy. What does healthy look like? I think that's another tip. And I think in research, we say, like, give, like, an operational definition for something, right? If you're saying, I want to be healthy, what does healthy look like? Does healthy look like a specific number on the scale? Does it look like a dress size? Does it look like a food variety to be consumed? Does it look like activity levels? What does your goal look like? What are the actual actionable things that you can do that reflect that goal? I think it's important that we are very realistic with what we mean by certain words. Uh, We use the word like healthy all the time, but healthy means different things to different people. And if you're not careful in defining what your healthy looks like, when you're doing research into healthy ways to lose weight, a lot of them aren't in alignment with the what with what we actually mean by healthy. And if you're not clear to yourself about what that looks like, you continuously just hop onto trends that aren't actually really looking at what you define as being healthy. So healthy looks like different things for different people. There are people who look at healthy as I want to be eating more vegetables and be active. So when you're then looking and researching different ways to be healthy, what you should be focusing on is maybe dietitians and looking at maybe getting a personal trainer if you can afford one or looking at videos that can help you be more active because that's what healthy looks like for you. If you then go and you start looking at people's content that is about losing dress sizes and losing weight fast and that's not a goal for you, you will continuously feel like you're failing at being healthy because you're not really defining what it is that you mean by that. And it's not just healthy. It could be, I want to get a good grade. What does a good grade look like? Not just in general, but like, what does a good grade look like for branding? What does a good grade look like for economics? What does a good grade look like for, um, I don't know, like organizational theory. What does it look like for you? Because for some people, it looks like an A minus or an A plus, but for you, it could be a C and that's perfectly fine. So be very realistic with yourself when you are setting your goals. Obviously challenge yourself when you are setting goals. You don't want to just be like, oh, I want to get a C when you know that you are clearly an A-plus student or you can work towards getting an A, challenge yourself, but make sure that we're being very realistic. If you're not reading your textbooks and you're not going to class and then you set a goal of getting an A, like, okay, okay, come on now. Let's be realistic. The final tip I would give is 
for you to make sure that you're being consistent in everything that you're doing. I've noticed that goals aren't achieved by doing things once. They're achieved by repeatedly practicing habits that are in alignment with that goal. So if you want to own a home in the next coming year, make sure that every day you're thinking, you're being very intentional about thinking about your budget and how you're using your money and thinking about credit and different ways to build your credit. Um, think about ways that you could be investing your money better, ways that you could be uh, networking to get to know where the houses are, what countries are the best countries to invest in housing, what province, what city, uh, what town, where is the cheaper real estate, where is the more expensive real estate, why is that important, what are my long-term goals when I'm looking for investment properties. Like, think about all those things as you do your life every single day. You want to make sure that the goals that you're setting are not just one-time things, they are habits that you can continue to do that are working towards a specific goal. So consistency, consistency, consistency. Do it every day. Make it part of who you are. Make it part of your life. Um, and just live. 2020 is not canceled, guys. Let me tell you this for free. There are people who have managed to achieve and do amazing things in this 2020 that everybody is canceling. You could be one of those people. And I'm not saying some people, and again, it's about achieve, understanding what achievement means for you. Some people, achievement looked like spending more time with their family because before they didn't have the time to spend time with their family. Achievement for some people looks like resting more. And they've managed to do that because of this pandemic. For some people, they've taken up classes on places like Skillshare or on like a little diploma here and there. And that's an achievement that they've had coming out of 2020. Define achievement for yourself and make sure that we're not just living to live in the rest of this quarter of 2020, but we're actually living to work towards the things that we want for our lives as a whole. We can't just trash the whole year because we don't know what 2021 is going to look like. This could be the new normal for us. And if we're not careful and we continue to dismiss what's happening right now, we could miss out on a really great opportunity to not only challenge ourselves, but also to just make sure that we are understanding who we are in this new normal. I really, really, really hope that that information was informative for you, but also it helps you to really think about the goals that you're setting and some of the things that you do want to do in the rest of this year and even going forward into 2021, 2022, 2023, whenever you're listening to this. So we've come to the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening to A Father Productions podcast. Please feel free to follow us on our social medias. We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, and you can find us at Fuzzo Productions, which is F A D Z O P R O D U C T I O N S everywhere. Um, and you can check out our website at Fuzzo Media Productions, where you can find more of our podcasting content. You can find our YouTube content. You can also find our blog. And if you want any more information of how to get into contact with us or collaborate with us, 
we would love to get information from you um our email is available in the information section in this podcast so again thank you so much for listening to this podcast i have been your host miss fazzo in the building aka robert fazzo and now i want you to go out there and live your best life have a blessed week bye bye